Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.3 The Fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in-depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Surprenant. Elion Noah to the near side, cuts it from 35-40, runs right up the hash mark, he goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40, 35-30, 25-20, one man to beat, 15-10, 5, reaches the end zone, touchdown Helix. From player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week, we've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. Well, as we dive into hour number two tonight, the uh, high school football show sponsored by the Eric Parade Save a Life Foundation. Did you know that sudden cardiac arrest is the number one killer of student athletes? You can register to screen your teen on October 6th at epsavealife.org slash fan. Thanks again to uh, Desmond and Jason of uh, from Vista stopping by. Jason, the defensive line coach there. And uh, Desmond, one of the top uh, returning offensive and defensive players in San Diego County. Uh, All-CIF pick a year ago. Uh, as I promised at the top of the hour, we're going to head down to the South Bay. A great guy. Very happy to see him doing quality work now for the Union Tribune. He'll be uh, out uh, covering a lot of ball games this year. We go down to the South Bay. And Luke Ramirez joins me on 97.3 The Fan. Luke, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm doing awesome, Coach. Thanks for having me on. Ah, great to have you on. Uh, what game you got tomorrow night? Uh, tomorrow I'll be at uh, El Cap coming down to play Modern Day Catholic. All right. Well, uh, why don't we uh, start right there. Uh, give me the breakdown, uh, what you know on El Capitan Modern Day going into week one. Yeah, well, last year Modern Day topped El Cap uh, 37-35. That game had 767 total yards of offense. Um, I have Modern Day favored again. To kick off the 2019 season, uh, they're returning two key starters on offense, the first being Trevor, Trevor Appleman, the quarterback, and their tailback, Aiden Calvert. Appleman is 6'5". Uh, he's got a great frame that he's going to grow into, and he's got a high ceiling as a quarterback that I've seen down here so far. Um, he's more of a threat in the pocket, but he's continued to improve on his footwork, and more importantly, he's become a much more aware football player. 11th-year head coach, John Joyner, he's, he's really excited about his play caller, who's going to have some receivers with experience that are looking to make plays. Uh, but the heart and soul of this team is Aiden Calvert. He's a senior running back for the Crusaders, great young man, on and off the field. Um, he's a guy that you know is going to get most of the touches, uh, but he's still going to find ways to make things difficult for your defense. Um, should probably see him next year in the Mountain West Conference, but he's going to be the centerpiece of this Crusaders team that's uh, looking to vastly improve from last season. Um, X-Factor in this game for me is going to be suiting up for modern day as well. That's freshman Trey Edwards. Uh, he was a big name in the local youth football. And while he's only 15 years old, he's going to be running people over on both sides of the field. <laughs> he's just a very physical and fast player. Um, he ripped off a 70-yard run in their scrimmage last week, and he has that big play potential every time he lines up. Um, for LCAP and head coach Ron Berner, uh, it's going to be four-year starter Wick Hauser. He's the guy to keep an eye on. He threw for well over 2,000 yards last season with 22 touchdowns. Uh, two of those came against Modern Day. 
and he's going to look to build on that, seeking revenge from that uh, 2018 loss. I think both defenses are going to have a lot to prove, but uh, with the threats that Modern Day has and a four-year starter for LCAP at quarterback, should be an explosive high-scoring game. Yeah, that should be a wild one. Uh, hopefully uh, that game gets over before deadline. What time's your deadline now with the Union Tribune? Yeah, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock sharp. <laughs> well, that, that'll be a good one. Uh, you're breaking in with a bang tomorrow night. Hey, let's uh, jump over to San Marcos going to, down to Otay Ranch, and that on paper looks to be a pretty good ball game. Absolutely. Um, the Mustangs, they don't have very many breaks in their tough non-conference schedule this year, and they start off hosting San Marcos. Um, the Knights have a three-headed monster of receivers. They caught over 90 passes last season. Uh, led by Xavion Reese. He's currently being recruited by uh, San Jose State as a DB. Uh, the one thing I'm looking at, though, is uh, who's going to be getting them through the, the ball through the air. They're going to have a quarterback, a, a sophomore quarterback, Emmett Brown. He's going to have some big shoes to fill after uh, the program graduated Miles Hastings. And uh, Derek Stank, he's going to lead the team for the first time, coming from the East Coast. Uh, Otay Ranch's bread and butter, though, is going to be sized up front on both sides of the field, um, and they come with a hostile attitude, very physical size. Uh, the Mustangs don't exactly feature any flashy skill players on offense, uh, but they do have some solid depth at key positions, and they're going to be able to trust in, in a lot of guys um, as options to get the football to. Uh, Coach Christensen and the Mustangs, they were 5-0 and last year defending home field. It's just certainly going to play a role in the atmosphere for Stank uh, in his first game in San Diego high school football. Um, I think Otay Ranch is easily the second-best team in the Metro Mesa League behind Eastlake, uh, but they're going to be a little bit overmatched, it looks like, in their home opener. Uh, nonetheless, though, iron sharpens iron, and with this hard non-conference schedule, it's going to easily, easily season uh, Otay Ranch into a contender for a Mesa League title in November. Hey, we're visiting with Luke Ramirez, uh, doing a marvelous job on the uh, uh, South Bay Report this week. Uh, Luke, uh, uh, let's talk about Hilltop going up to Escondido. Uh, uh, Drew Wesling doing a really nice job right now building that Hilltop program. Escondido, from what I'm hearing, they think they got a pretty good ball club this year, so this could be uh, another real interesting week one matchup. Absolutely. Hilltop is interesting. They're coming off a Metro South Bay League sweep last year. And they have 11 starters returning to help them repeat. Uh, Drew Westling, like you said, he's awesome, awesome guy uh, to run that program. Um, and he's excited to get his new quarterback, uh, Javen Dinda, rolling against, uh, like you said, that tough Escondido team. Um, Dinda's taking over for Joey Castillo, who also threw over well over 2,000 yards last season. Um, and and Dinda's going to have to take advantage of a true playmaker in Marco Aki. Uh, Jeremiah Serrano was also reliable last season at tailback. He's going to get most of the carries for the Lancers this year. Um, and on the other side, junior Robert Ramos, man, he's going to, he's an excellent young quarterback. He's already got 20 young, 21 star, uh, career starts under his belt as quarterback. Um, and with that experience, he's got a true rifle of an arm. Um, he's the only, he's only a junior, so he's going to need to make the offense go out of the shotgun. Uh, but he's got some good receivers that he's going to, that has some play experience themselves. And uh, he and Coach Boardman are going to look to achieve Escondido's first winning season since 2009. Hmm. But after tomorrow night, I think they're going to be trending in the right direction uh, with the 1-0 start. Uh, Olympian tomorrow night uh, going up the mountain to Ramona. Uh, and uh, Olympian, good ball club, Ramona. I think Ramona thinks they're going to be good at some point, but they're kind of reloading a little bit. They may not be ready uh, you know, ready to win a ball game in week one or week two, but I think uh, Coach Baldwin up there thinks they're going to be pretty pretty good by uh, time league rolls around. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to be young, a little inexperienced, um, but, you know, they've had great two, a great last two years, accumulating over 19 wins in the past two seasons. 
Um, they're only returning two offensive starters, and I've heard that they've had some injury problems, uh, one being Ace Jones, that wide receiver, and then a lineman, Cameron Stoffel. Uh, we'll see what their status is come tomorrow night. Um, and then on the other side uh, for Olympian, Ryan Van Nostrand takes over uh, for his dad, Paul, as, uh, as the head coach of Olympian, um, although he was with the program for a lot of years under his dad. Um, Ryan's a homegrown product. He's a great guy. I talked to him earlier today. Um, he was one of the first students to walk on campus and play football for the program when they opened up in 07. Um, that being said, he's not looking to shake many things up. He's really trying to carry on the legacy that he himself was part of a, a, a big part of establishing. Um, I talked to him today. He said dealing with things outside the X's and O's has been, has been kind of tough, a big change for, for, for Ryan since he's taken over. But he's really confident in his group, um, and they want to be in the mix for a league title in that Metro Mesa and even beyond that. Um, they got some good players. They got Anthony Gilpin returning uh, receiver. He also plays some safety, same as Barry Buxton. Uh, the offense is going to work through both of those guys most mostly. And uh, quarterback Lucas Hamilton and running back Diego Sanchez are both going to be returners and give uh, Van Nostrand some breathing room in his first career start. At, uh, excuse me, his first uh, game as head coach. And um, like you said, while Ramona might ha- have some have some take their lumps in the beginning of the season, I think they're going to start off on the right foot, uh, starting off one and zero. And uh, at the same time, Van Notion gets that first head coaching game under his belt. Luke Ramirez from the Union Tribune joining us on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, Luke, before I let you go, and by the way, great job. Really appreciate it. It's great to have you a part of this show. Uh, uh, I've known you for a few years. I remember meeting you up there at Long Beach State at the Area Code Games. You got your degree, and you're back in your hometown doing a lot of great work right now. And uh, it's been fun for me to kind of watch uh, what you're doing uh, with the paper and some of the other things you're doing. But, hey, I wanted to ask you about uh, just the South Bay in general. Is East Lake pretty much the team to beat? down there again this year absolutely um you know as i'm sure you're well aware they had a couple of key players transfer out uh but the bottom line is uh coach mcfadden's back um he's got the program back under under his uh under his watch he's gonna have his offense out there which you know people hate playing against um at this point in time there's no reason uh that east lake isn't the team to beat down in the metro metro mesa league well look uh good luck tomorrow night and i'll look forward to open the uh paper up saturday morning and reading uh, what you write Sounds good, Coach. Thank you very much. There you go. Luke Ramirez, very happy to have Luke a part of this uh, program. He's a great guy and uh, uh, glad to see him uh, getting an opportunity working with the uh, San Diego Union Tribune. We're going to step aside. Hey, we're all over the place tonight. We're going to go out to the East County next. We're going to be joined by Adam Paul from uh, EC Preps. East County Preps, he'll join us. We'll break down a few of those games. And then Braden going to join me at the bottom of the hour, and we're going to jump all over the place. We're going to give you league previews. We're going to get into game matchups tomorrow night. We'll get you the 10. We got it all till 11 o'clock. Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprenin, right here on 97.3 The Fan. We've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. Hope you enjoy the program tonight, our high school football show, sponsored by the Eric Parady Save a Life Foundation. Did you know that sudden cardiac arrest is the number one killer of student-athletes? Register to screen your teen on October 6th at epsavealife.org slash the fan. Thanks again to Luke Ramirez for giving us that great preview on the South Bay. Now we're going to go to another part of the county uh, where there's some uh, good ball games tomorrow night in week one. We head out and are joined by Adam Paul from EC Preps on our SDCCU uh, fan hotline. Adam, how are you tonight? 
I'm doing great, Coach. How are you? Great, uh, great to have you aboard in uh, the 2019 uh, football season. And uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to ask you about uh, four different matchups. Let's start with that Mountain Empire Santana matchup at Santana. You know, these two teams put no. It's actually out of Mountain Empire actually um, this year. Last year was at last year was at Santana. Um, so you know, last year Santana um, it took them a while, but they um, blew out Mount Empire forty-seven to seven. Um, honestly, Mount Empire they've graduated a, a lot of players, including two of their two of their better players from last year's squad. Um, I think um, Santana should be able to have their way with the uh, the Red Hawks. Um, I think it will take a while because you know traveling and everything. Um, but Nathan Temple who um, broke a couple of D.J. Bush's uh, school records last year in that crazy playoff game against La Jolla Country Day, I think will have a big night. Also, Randy Smith and Jared Forster will have big nights at, um, in the uh, wideout spots for the Sultans. Um, also, Brooks and Utah should be able to run the ball. Defensively, Santana should be able to have their way. I, I honestly don't see this game being a close game. All right, let's uh, go to the Mirror Mesa Grossmont uh, game, and you know Mirror Mesa had a good run last year. Uh, they got to replace some people. Uh, taking on Grossmont, Grossmont, uh, I think they ended up uh, three and eight last year. But uh, I would imagine Tommy Cardo's had a pretty good off season, and Grossmont ought to be a much better football team this year than they were a year ago. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, talking to his uh, son uh, Chase Carlo, um, you know they got hit by the injury bug last year like quite a few teams um they had a couple transfers um uh one of their one of their wideouts skip wall tower transferred out but you know what they they're back healthy um jamie odom you know he um that back under the gun under center for the foothillers they're going to have that have a uh, excuse me that uh no huddle offense that, that carmel likes to run like a uh, like they do up in oregon um, you know, they don't have big offensive line. Robert Tucker should have a good game. It'll be interesting because um, I think the home field advantage for Grossmont will will have a big impact. They usually play really well under, um, in front of their fans. I know a lot of you know every team does. But um, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially with Mir Mesa with them graduating a lot of guys. Um, you know, Noah Tomlin especially. Um, I think you know Grossmont will want to set the tone early. In this game, I think they'll uh, they'll end up pulling away in the end. All right, we're visiting with Adam Paul from EC uh, Preps. Nice enough to give us uh, an East County preview. Patrick Henry, a new head football coach, former NFL quarterback JTO Sullivan. They've got a new attitude. Taking on the Mount Miguel Matadors tomorrow night. Yeah, you know this game's going to be really interesting. Talking to a couple of their colleagues, uh, talking to uh, Ramon Scott. Um, and a couple people online. This is probably, in my opinion, the most intriguing matchup because, like you said, J.T. Sullivan, the new head coach, there's a new attitude out there. Um, over at Patrick Henry, of course, uh, Troy Starr, the second-year coach now, Mount Miguel, coming over from Helix. He's established um, some new culture out there at Mount Miguel. Um, they, they have uh, Jacob uh, Laverdier. Um, that's a name to remember for, for, for later on because I think he's going to have a big breakout year. Um, I think this game will be a gun, um, will be a gun swinging. 
Adam, I lost Adam. Let's try to get Adam uh, back up there because I want to get him to give me a preview on this East Lake uh, Steel Canyon game tomorrow night because I think that may, in week one, that may be one of the best uh, matchups that we have. And again, coming up after the bottom of the hour, we're going to give you league previews from the different uh, leagues around San Diego County. Then we're going to get into uh, week one, uh, start breaking down some of the games. And we have sound uh, from several of these coaches. So we'll uh, get uh, reconnected here with Adam Paul momentarily and definitely want to get a breakdown on this East Lake uh, Steel Canyon game. Uh, again, uh, John McFadden got that uh, program headed in the right direction, to say the least. And uh, we're going to uh, get uh, Adam back on the line here and uh, get you that preview. Uh, again, uh, all of our interviews are up on our website at 973thefansd.com. We're rejoined uh, by Adam Paul from EC Preps. And uh, Adam, uh, I want you to finish up that Patrick Henry Mount Miguel preview because we, yeah. we lost you there for a minute. Yeah. Sorry, Coach, about that. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, I, it's got, you know, Mount Miguel, they only got 27 guys, so they'll have a lot of guys going both ways, um, like a lot of the teams in the county. Um, you know, I think Laverdier is going to have a big game at quarterback. Uh, his top wideout, Jaheim Allen Pompey, um, I think is really is going to be um, a wide receiver to watch out here um, in the East County. Um, also in all of San Diego, uh, really speedy. He's a senior, five-seven uh, senior. Um, you know, in the end, I think Mount Miguel um, probably will pull it out, uh, just because I, I, I like Laverdier and and his um, and his arms. Adam, I want to go to the East Lake Steel Canyon game. Uh, of all the games tomorrow night, and there's some good matchups other parts of the county, yeah. but uh, but I'm not sure uh, when you talk about two teams that have a pretty good uh, uh, heritage right now. Uh, East Lake Steel Canyon really been on a roll the last couple of years. We know what East Lake's all about. Uh, who do you like in this ball game? Break it down for us. You know, I looking at the numbers and everything, pouring over stats and stuff in the last couple of years. I mean, I know none of that really matters, but um, I I actually like Steel Canyon um, in a really close barn burner game. Um, just because of the home field advantage, uh, Steel Canyon for, you know, I think they're going to want to come out and show, um, you know, show people that they're a legitimate team this year. Um, also, I think uh, Wes Neely, who's their top, the top running back, um, we'll want to show he's one of the top backs in all of San Diego. Um, you know, Coach Longer, Longerbone, um, you know, like like John John McFadden, he'll have his team prepared. I, I, I think it's going to come down uh, to the uh, to the special teams. Well, it'll be interesting. Uh, where are you going tomorrow night? Uh, East Lake at Steel Canyon. I'm going to. Uh, hop on the freeway after work and head on over there to catch that game. Well, I think uh, you made a, a right decision, my friend. Hey, Adam, as always, thanks so much for the time and look forward to having you a part of the program. Thanks, Coach. I really appreciate it. There you go. Adam Paul from uh, EC Preps uh, does a great job and uh, thank him uh, very much for that breakdown. Uh, we're going to step aside. We'll get to the bottom of the hour. When we come back, 
Sit back and enjoy. Another half hour, Braden Surprendent's going to join me. We're going to get you a league preview of uh, several of the leagues around San Diego, and then we're going to start uh, picking ball games at about 1045. Braden Surprendent, Coach John Cantero, to the top of the hour, the high school football show every week, Thursday, 9 to 11, right here on 97.3 The Fan. We've got you covered on the high school football show on 97.3 The Fan. And as we uh, get back at it, going to the top of the hour, I want to remind everyone, uh, I'll start my Lolita's uh, Student Athletes of the Week segment tomorrow with Gwen and Chris in the 5 o'clock hour. And then a week from tomorrow, we'll uh, start naming a male and female Lolita Student Athletes of the Week. Uh, and uh, the great program. And uh, the folks down there at Lolita's doing an incredible job. And uh, at the end of the year, we'll have a banquet. That's where I get an opportunity to meet all these uh, great uh, male and female athletes here uh, in San Diego. Hope you enjoy the program. And uh, thanks again to both Luke Ramirez and Adam Paul for giving us updates from the South Bay and from the East County. Uh, a lot to get done here in the final half hour of the program and uh, right now we're going to get to some league previews and we're going to start with the uh, Metro Mesa League and uh, just want to make sure that everyone knows uh, who's in what league and Braden's going to join me. Uh, The Metro Mesa League, you've got Eastlake, Otay Ranch, Olympian, Modern Day Catholic, and Benita Vista, and that looks to be a pretty competitive league, Braden. Yeah, that is the uh, best league in the South Bay by far. Uh, a lot of, lot of you know, great teams in this league, a lot of good teams in this league. Um, I was talking to John Joyner, uh, the head coach of modern day and he was talking about how balanced that league is um you know we'll get to some sound on him in, in just a second but it, it's so competitive uh and he was explaining and it made a lot of sense you got east lake that's been dominant over the last you know handful of years had a lot of talent you got teams like olympian that has been the most consistent team i mean they don't really have bad years at olympian um it's going to be interesting with uh, van nostrand uh, you know the son of uh, you know paul van nostrand that used to run uh olympians team we'll see how he does in his first year as a head coaching job but you know, even Benita Vista is starting to turn things around a little bit. Modern Day's got a lot of good athletes, uh, and Otay Ranch. Otay Ranch has a really difficult schedule this year, and, and they're looking to they're looking to thump some teams. Uh, we're going to be doing that Modern Day uh, Grossmont game uh, a week from tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to seeing that uh, young running back, Aiden Calvert. I know his dad. His dad was a, a, quite an athlete years ago down at Marion High School, went on and played uh, in the New York Yankee organization and became a, a San Diego police officer. And I know Arts uh, had some health issues over the last few years, a uh, kidney transplant and all that. But his son having a really nice career down there with Modern Day Catholic. Aiden Calvert's doing a great job, but Modern Day has two freshmen uh, that are supposedly lights out studs. They look like they're 24 year old men, like developed, uh, and they're not going to shy away. Coach John Joyner uh, met with me on the uh, Metro Mesa preview podcast on 97 through the fan to talk about those freshmen. Oh, yeah. No, we're not trying to keep them a secret. Uh, Trey Edwards plays inside linebacker and running back, and Chris Snyder plays corner and wide receiver. Um, you know, for us to play a freshman on varsity, we don't just look at the physical aspect like these guys can physically handle seven o'clock but they're both mentally really prepared Um, they've been playing football a long time they understand the game they can understand what we're trying to do and then kind of have the maturity to play varsity football so we don't just kind of put guys on varsity just as freshmen we try not to do that these guys i think are are ready and prepared and um you know it's a lot different than playing eighth grade youth football than varsity football but we think they're ready. 
Uh, I'm excited to see those uh, those two gentlemen, a freshman, going to be a Modern Day's team, and a big reason why Modern Day might sneak up on some people this year. Of course, that was Coach uh, Head Coach John Joyner joining me on the Metro Mesa Preview Podcast on 97 through the fan, SD.com. Let's uh, take a look at the Grossmont Hills League, uh, Braden. you got Helix, Steel Canyon, Grossmont, Granite Hills, El Cap, and Valhalla. I think most people feel uh, it's going to be a two-team race this year between Helix and Steel Canyon. Uh, absolutely, and you know, it's it's not just... The media talking about that. A lot of coaches are talking about that uh, in terms of just how talented Steel Canyon is. Uh, I was talking to Chris Thompson of uh, Mira Mesa. They play Steel Canyon this year on their schedule. He was saying, aside from Lincoln, he said if Lincoln's got the most talented group of the bunch in San Diego, Steel Canyon has to be a really close second. They got a lot of talent over there. They got a lot of athletes, and they have a pretty good line coming back. Uh, they had a good season last year, tri champions in the Grossmont League. Uh, they're going to try to give Helix a run for their money. Uh, we're going to get to uh, Robbie Owens, though, of course. He is the head coach of the Helix Highlanders. They are the team to beat in this conference, and he's talking about how difficult it is not only to find games, but the games that he wants to play in uh, as the head coach of the Highlanders. Well, I think, you know, it's not easy to, to fill our schedule. I mean, I think the Saints and Cathedral um, rivalry, I think hopefully, uh, you know, with, with their blessing, we will have that every year in our schedule. I, I think you know, they're always going to be top programs in in San Diego. And, you know, I think it's easy for us just to schedule each other in those two games. You know, I'm big on trying to get at least one out-of-state opponent. And we played Harriman two years ago, and, and Coach Pierce wanted to come down again. So, you know, we get another opportunity to play them. And then, you know, Cajon, you know, beat the heck out of us last year. So it's a, a little game that we, we get an opportunity to maybe avenge a, a poor performance that we had last season. And uh, Oaks Christian – this kind of worked out that uh, you know we both had an open spot and that that basically that fifth week and 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 uh, you know that's obviously a tough game but it's a rematch from two years ago that uh, you know we beat them so I'm sure they're looking for some revenge but you know every year we're going to play the top teams that we can face I I think it is a, a a mantra for our program that you know we want to be able to face anybody in the country and and you know it's about the experience I think football is such a unique sport and the opportunities we provide student athletes. You know, with our sport, you know, no matter if you're in San Diego or, you know, in the Midwest or Texas, it, it, you know, it's about that experience. And going out there and playing quality teams and playing teams um, that are, are going to challenge you is what it's all about. And, uh, you know, we're going to do that every year. And, and we feel like it does get us ready for a playoff run and it gets us ready for, you know, the Grossmont League, you know, when we get to it. So, you know, every year we're, it's going to be tough. We, you know, we got to come out there and, we got to play well, and, and, and we know that we can't afford to, to come out with a slow start. Well, yeah. I think, you know. Whoops. Uh, he wanted to keep talking. Uh, that was Coach Robbie Owens of uh, uh, Helix talking about his tough schedule. Uh, they got Cajon this week. Cajon hammered them last year. They're going to be fired up and ready to play tomorrow night. Well, in a few weeks, uh, I think it's week four, isn't it? Aren't we going out to uh, Helix for the uh, Cathedral Catholic Helix game? We are, as a matter of fact. I'm looking forward to that. Let's a take game. a look at that Western League right now that has uh, uh, five teams in it. you got Point Loma, Madison, Lincoln, St. Augustine, and Cathedral Catholic. Uh, Cathedral Catholic St. Augustine. Uh, some people voted them number one, uh, Cathedral Catholic. Some people voted St. Augustine number one. It ended up being Cathedral to start the year number one in San Diego. St. Augustine number two. St. Augustine's going to be really good this year. Cathedral Catholic uh, returns a lot of players from last year's state championship team, but not necessarily a lot of players. A lot of players in good roles, like offensive line, uh, 
Saints has a great offensive line and a defensive line. They got a lot of good athletes. Cathedral, a lot of good athletes, a lot of you know big guys up front. Lincoln, don't sleep on Lincoln. They actually have some guys that can uh, you know play the line of scrimmage. Uh, some guys that they haven't had in years past. They might be able to uh, maybe sneak up and get one of the private schools this year. All right, let's take a look at the Avocado League. You got El Camino one and nine a year ago. San Marcos, a new coach. Torrey Pines trying to reload. Lacosta Canyon trying to stay healthy. Oceanside says they've got their swagger back. Carlsbad got some good players coming back. And uh, Mission Hills, after only a five and seven year, played pretty well and uh, got deep into the playoffs. But they're telling me uh, they could be the kingpin in the Avocado League. I really like Mission Hills this year. Uh, they got some transfers in. They got a lot of good athletes. Uh, they took their lumps last year with some young guys. We saw them play against Rancho Bernardo. They were a game away from making it to the Division One Championship game after loading up their schedule. Chris Hauser did a year ago. Uh, their schedule still has a lot of good opponents on it, but more manageable opponents. I think it's Mission Hills' uh, league to lose. My second place team, though, that I think can make a push is the Carlsbad Lancers. I think they're going to have a really good year uh, as well. But we also talked with uh, uh, new coach, uh, Derek Stank of San Marcos. He was on the Avocado League uh, preview podcast on 97 through the fan SD.com. Uh, he was talking about his transition from New Hampshire to San Diego and what he knew about San Diego before he took the San Marcos job. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, for the last two years, I've been actively pursuing a move out here. Okay, now so we're getting I have the league sat down this. and met with many coaches, um, including Texler two years ago. Um, Hauser two years ago, um, Bottom over at Vista, you know, Coates over at Poway. So I've been visiting a lot of the schools, meeting with a lot of the coaches, you know, entrenching myself from the other side of the country while still running my program in, in, in what San Marcos and uh, really San Diego football is all about. You know, as far as, you know, differences, you know, there's more people out here. When you get more people, you get a potential for more talent. And I think we definitely have more talent out here than New Hampshire. That being said, um, football is football. You know, the, the fundamentals of blocking, tackling, catching, receiving, you know, and, and playing for each other to the echo of the whistle, those things don't change. So, you know, for me, it's really just been a, a grasp on getting to know the, the different coaches out here, building the staff, putting the, and, and getting the culture established the way I'm, I'm looking for it to be. And then, um, you know, just size-wise, there's more people. So because of that, there's more things to do. But ultimately, that just requires a little more organization and from there, you know, hopefully that's going to transfer into more. Coach uh, Derek Stank of San Marcos. Of course, you know, when you see a guy from New Hampshire come over and coach in San Diego, you want to know, how did, he, how did he make that transition? <laughs> His wife is from Vista. They've been trying to come back here for a long time now. So he has a general idea of San Diego High School football. Honestly, I think it's going to take a little bit for him to, you know, get the program uh, going in the right direction of where he wants it. But uh, watch out. I think in a couple years, maybe three years, San Marcos, uh, led by Coach no Derek Stank, might be a force to be reckoned Absolutely. with. Absolutely. I'll uh, tell you, you know what, what, I know it was, I, I was talking to him and, boy, and asking him, how is he prepared for the Avocado League? Because uh, it's a little bit different than New Hampshire. It's one of the best leagues, uh, you know, in San Diego. Not only San Diego, but Southern California. And it's going to be a ta- it's going to be a challenge for him each and every week. But I know he's excited for the challenge. Uh, Braden, before we uh, get into breaking down some of the games for tomorrow night, tell all of our listeners exactly how they can get the game uh, tomorrow night and throughout the course of the year, and along with your podcast. Well, uh, let's start off with tomorrow night's game. We got Granite Hills going to Poway. We're going to be on the air at about seven o'clock 
on the radio.com app. You can download it uh, from on your phone. Uh, it's a pretty easy app to use. Just click on it. Once you pull it up, the location services will uh, explain that you're in San Diego. Click, of course, the 97.3 uh, button on there, and uh, you'll be listening to Coach John Cantera and myself call the Granite Hills Poway game. So if you're going to the game tomorrow and you want to listen to some play-by-play while you go, go ahead and uh, tune us in. We will also be giving scores throughout the broadcast as well. You can also go to our website, 97throughthefansd.com. Click the Listen Live button. All of a sudden, you got Coach John Cantera and myself, Braden Soprenit, calling Granite Hills and Poway. we got a lot of podcasts for you to check up on as well. we got a league preview for every league here in San Diego County. I'm joined by different analysts around San Diego. John Maffey joins us for North County Games. Chris Smith, top dog for the city schools. Adam Paul from East County. Luke Ramirez, who you just heard on 97 Through the Fan. Uh, we'll talk about the South Bay. Go to the website, 97ThroughTheFanSD.com. Uh, if you follow us on iTunes, go to subscribe uh, to 97.3 On Demand on iTunes. All of the uh, posts will be there. You can also access that on Radio.com. We've got tons of high school uh, football content and tons of high school sports content for you on 97ThroughTheFanSD.com and the Radio.com app. All righty, Braden. You ready to break down our first uh, set of games? Uh, let's get to it. All right, let's start off with the Valley Center coming down to take on the Mount Carmel Sun Devils. I like this game a lot because uh, it's a pretty evenly matched game. You got a small school in Valley Center that plays up uh, to big schools. You got a big school in Mount Carmel at a not as good year last year, uh, but they definitely have a really good JV team that was coming up. They got a y- lot of young talent. It should be a good game. I was able to talk with uh, Coach Rob Gilster about the challenges it is in having a small school going against larger schools. Have a great community. Our community here loves football. A lot of the young people, you know, enjoy coming to the games and supporting our team. So we have a great culture for football in Valley Center. So that's one of the things that we're excited about. I have to work really hard. We work really hard to recruit kids. I'm on campus every day. I'm in the middle of the quad at lunch. We're always talking to kids about encouraging them to be involved in, in everything. But mostly, you know, I'm always looking for football players on campus. That was Coach uh, Rob Gilster talking about uh, what the challenges are in getting kids to play up at Valley Center, but it's a great community and a great place to watch a football game. I'm sure you've been to a Valley Center game or two. Oh, yeah. I've known uh, Rob Gilster for a long period of time. He used to be, uh, before he was the head coach at uh, Valley Center, he was the head coach at uh, Orange, Orange Glen. And prior to that, he was uh, a coach with Dave Lay at Orange Glen, the uh, longtime uh, college offensive coordinator and uh, just a tremendous coach in his own right, Dave Lay. Uh, you got Cajon coming down to take on Helix. Now, last year, you were talking earlier uh, that, and Adam Paul mentioned it as well, Helix got blown out by Cajon last year, but the, the key uh, factor in that ball game. Mr. Noah, Elion Noah, did not play in that game a year ago. Yeah, he got banged up early in that game. He was taken out with concussion protocol, and um, Helix is a lot different without Elion Noah. You <laughs> saw it with Cathedral Catholic without Sean Poma last year. They also lost week one when they didn't have their big back. Look, Elion Noah is going to be back uh, and ready to play, get through um, you know the Cajon game. Cajon, by the way, that Cajon team, not a lot of people know about them, but that senior class that they had last year was a really special class. They're not getting a lot of those same guys. Still going to be a tough game for Helix, but I think that they're going to come out on top. I think one of the best games of the night tomorrow night is a game Adam, Paul, and I talked about. Eastlake going out to Steel Canyon. This may come down to a field goal, Braden. 
Yeah, it's it's this game's going to be pretty close. And and uh, Coach John McFadden loaded up his schedule. He's got Steel Candy. He's got Cathedral Catholic. He's got Lincoln. And uh, you know, going through his schedule, it was just a tough. It's tough for Eastlake to get to some of these games. I think they're really going to miss Colmenero and Darius De Los Reyes, two guys that transferred out. Um, but I look I look to see uh, you know Eastlake having a pretty good season this year. Uh, Eastlake uh, going to be tough, and I think Steel Canyon's going to have a really nice year as well, uh, and they're going to compete with Helix uh, in that Grossmont Hills uh, League. Uh, Sarah going on the road to take on the Scripps Ranch Falcons, and this uh, another interesting game. Uh, people are telling me they think Scripps Ranch could have a pretty good year. And not only Scripps Ranch, are they going to have a good year? Sarah's going to have a great year. Uh, their schedule's pretty easy for their caliber. They're a very good football team. They're going to run the ball down your throat. Um, they are poised to be the favorite, I think, in Division Four. Uh, they got a really good team right there with Drew Smith uh, leading the charge. I think they're going to do really well. Coach Marlon Gardnera, super high on his guys. This is the class for them. This is the class that Scripps Ranch was talking about for the last three years. They're going to be the best uh, team that they have had in a long time. They're trying to win their first league championship uh, in about 24 years uh, this year. It starts with a big matchup against and Sarah, this is Coach Marlon Gardnero of the Scripps Ranch Falcons talking about the challenges they're going to have to face in Sarah on Friday. Well, you know, I, I, I have a pretty good relationship with Drew Smith, the head coach over at Sarah, and we've talked about kidnapping his quarterback. Uh, <laughs> that, that guy can move. He can be a challenge. Uh, so obviously we're very aware of his mobility. Uh, and he's got an arm and he's accurate. So uh, he's a threat. So I certainly know that's one of the things we're looking out for. Uh, defensively, uh, they're pretty strong. They're quick to the ball. Uh, so we're doing everything we can to prepare and, and take advantage of some of the, some of the things we think we bring uh, to the game. But, but remember, they're poised to win a D4 championship. They really want it. They've been really close over the last few years, and Drew's really turned that program around. Uh, and then there's also the, I call it the X factor. Uh, Sarah's very close to military housing in the Murphy Canyon area, and you never know who they're going to get every fall. That was head coach uh, Marlon Gardner of the Scripps Ranch Falcons. Uh, excited for his team, but ready for the challenge tomorrow against Sarah. A great matchup tomorrow night. A rematch of last year's opening uh, week one. LaCosta Canyon, though, going on the road this time to go down to Manchester Stadium and take on Cathedral Catholic. Last year, that game played at LCC, and LCC shocked uh, Cathedral in the opener, and that was the last time the uh, Dons would get beat uh, until the state finals. Yeah, Cathedral loses their first game and their last game of the year uh, last year. Uh, LCC definitely played very well in that game. Uh, Cathedral, you know, they said they weren't, they didn't have the scrimmage. They looked kind of shaky. Um, you know, a lot of different. Uh, things went wrong. They were missing Sean Poma for three quarters as well, um, but this is the first game that they're going to have to play without Sean Poma after he graduated. It's going to be interesting to see what they got. Uh, they got a lot of guys coming back. They got a lot of young talent uh, coming up, and their line is ginormous, and you better believe that they got this game circled on their calendar. Uh, a lot of these players, um, you know what, competing against teams in the Avocado League, they take it personally. They want to be a dominant team up in the kind of northern uh, inland area up there, and uh, they're going to be out. They're going to get after it and uh, look for Cathedral to get a uh, revenge game against LCC tomorrow. And last year in that game, the big linebacker, highly recruited linebacker, Ozzie Nicholas, had five sacks for the Mavericks that night. Mira Mesa going out to take on Grossman, and Chris Thompson did a great job last year. Yes, he did, and uh, I was talking to Chris Thompson. I'm excited for their program because they're going to put him back on the map. Love to see him back in the Western League. This is him, this is Chris Thompson talking about putting Mira Mesa back where he wanted him to be. Um, and so I want to challenge us. You know, uh, quite frankly, I mean, 
I want to play Saints. I want to play Cathedral. Um, you know, I want to be in those big games, you know, get, get back to, like I said, you know, we're the first California school, public school to go play a public school in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's doing that now, but, you know, people realize that some of the stuff that, um, you know, we've done over the years. And and that's where I want to be. I want to be, when you talk about San Diego football, I want you to talk about, you know, the, the water football program. Um, and we have some great programs, you know, and that, but that's my focus. I want to, I want to play for the big trophy. Um, obviously we got to work our way back to that. And so that's what the, the schedule reflects. And, you know, it's not a knock of the teams that, that we dropped off the schedule, but, uh, you know, we want to get that look, you know, Grossmont does a great job with their offense and no huddle tempo and, um, you know, coach, uh, Good stuff right there from Chris Thompson, a good guy and a, a guy that uh, played there, coached there, and now is back as the head coach. Want to get to uh, Lincoln at Monta Vista, and Ron Hamamoto been at it a long time. Uh, uh, he coached at Lincoln once upon a time. He coached at University once upon a time, and just a great high school football coach, Braden. He's been in a lot of good places, and every time he's at a place, he wins the CIF championship, it almost seems like. He's talking about the challenges of facing Lincoln week one. Well, their speed and athleticism is just tremendous. Um, we saw them play Saturday night, you know, in that uh, classic uh, scrimmage there, you know, at Hilltop High School against San Marcos. And, and you know, they just, you know, dominated San Marcos because, you know, they're just athletically superior than most high school teams. So, you know, yeah, we, uh, you know, I don't know if you can prepare for a team that's that fast and, you know, that athletic, but, you know, the one thing that we feel is that we just need to test ourselves. And we, you know, when we won Division Four, they bumped us up to three. And then last year in Division Three, we were nine and two. So they bumped us up to Division Two. So we knew that we got to get tested and we, you know, we got to play some people just to get ready for yeah, our playoffs and league and everything else. So that was head coach Ron Hamamoto talking about his first game against the Lincoln Hornets. Uh, coach Hamamoto, a great guy to say the least. Hey, before we get out of here, Braden, uh, we got about a minute and a half. Tell everyone how they can get the game uh, tomorrow night, the remainder of the year, and all the things you've got going right now with our high school uh, football podcast. We got a lot of high school football podcasts on the website, 97.3thefansd.com. Click the on demand button and then click 97.3 on demand. You'll be able to scroll through, see all our league previews on the website. You can also ac- access it on the radio.com app if you click on 97.3 on demand on friday tomorrow when we broadcast the game you can listen live on your phone or on your smart speaker the radio.com app uh just uh, click on the radio.com app hit the 97.3 button you'll be live streaming our game you can also access that on 97 through the fan sd.com that's 97 through the fan sd.com click the listen live button uh right around seven o'clock and you'll be hearing myself and coach john cantera do granite hills at poway and reminder i'll be back on the air uh, tomorrow afternoon my regular uh, Monday through Friday at uh, 12 to 3. Show I'd like to thank Kellen Cobbs, the head football coach at Granite Hills tonight. Scott Coates, the head uh, football coach at Poway for joining us. Luke Ramirez doing a great job for the Union Tribune on our South Bay report. Adam Paul uh, did an outstanding job on our East County uh, preps report for the uh, East County. And a uh, great uh, job by uh, the Tua family, or Taua family. Uh, Desmond, the outstanding uh, a defensive and offensive player for the Vista Panthers and his father uh, Jason. They stopped by. Appreciate that. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, for Braden Soprenant, Coach John Cantera, hope to see you at a uh, high school ball game either tomorrow night or sometime real soon. Have a great night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at noon 
right here on 97.3 The Fan. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.